Enter the Elf Tree. Hi dear universe. Howdy guys. Hi dear Joe. Hi dear Joe. I'm Ian. And I'm Joe. And you are Joe. And guess what today is? Today is my birthday. It is Ian's birthday. It's it's also Mean Girls Day, I guess, apparently. Yes. Out there in the universe. So Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> Lindsay and uh and, and Rachel McAdams. Yes. <laughs> is it Lohan or Lohan? How do you feel? You're how old? Do you want to say your age? Are you weird about that? Or I'm, how do you feel? Uh, I'm I'm 21 plus 14. Yes, there it is. <laughs> yes. uh, I'm 35. Ian's 35th birthday. I'm 30. Yeah, it's 35. Uh, it, the the only milestone really for me as far as being 35 is this is the age my dad was when I was born. Nice. You are in your mid 30s now. <laughs> Officially. How do you feel? Okay, so when you're a kid, when you're like in high school, going into college, and you're now graduating college your goals like for your future where you you know because like where am i in relation to those well where are you where are you with like are you comfortable where you're at in your career and like like because that's the thing is like this the beauty the beauty to me i will always look back on this shit and i again i'll say it right now we are going to be old men one day looking back on this shit and we're going to laugh our asses off i know and to me it's like how are we reaching our personal milestones and, and, and this show has been a part of that process for us. And of course, we're in the middle of the pandemic, by the way. We haven't even talked about that. But yeah. And we also, we didn't even acknowledge the fact that we just lost half the fucking... We <laughs> literally started Joe. the show and I fucked up the production. He is devastated at this moment. We recorded a, a, a good 15 minutes of, of some, myself. Some, some tight conversation. Actually, we'll roll it in, in its entirety <sighs> right here. Hi, dear universe. I'm Ian. And we are once again back. We are back in black. Harry back. Harry back marries. Back from the future. Back from back from weirdness. I mean, I don't know, man. Like, we've done 2020 episodes so far. Oh, shit. We're back in, in person. That's another thing we have to remember. Maybe Bill Gates is just bad at being relatable to people and he does have people's best interests in mind but there are just there are just ways of handling what is going on that are not that logical oh you know where that's never never going to come up in conversation the united states of america <laughs> never they're never going to let that but whoa that's bizarre that is a lot of sugar Oh yeah, Mary Marahuchi Jerry. <laughs> what? Wait a minute. From a Louisiana reserve where? In Bernie? Out by like Shreveport and shit. You fucking went from Bernie to Shreveport and stole an alligator? This dude and I. Overnight? I mean, I know, dude. But hey, at least the audience got to hear it. Yeah. I got to hear a little bit of the pieces. We heard Marahuchi Jerry. Marahuchi Jerry. You know, um, God but, bless. But how do I feel in relation to this? is going to be a giant jump in the show mm -hmm. <laughs> to where like 15 minutes later, we're suddenly getting back. No, they're to the with stop. us. They're with but us. But that kind of, yeah, that kind of fits in with the flow of our shows yeah. as they typically go. Yeah. 
Um, dude, I think about that, dude. Um, I think about that a lot because I, I frequently feel as though, well, I ask the question, am I behind? There are definitely people who at my age have been successful for fucking as long as I've been out of college, which yeah, is but there's 15 like, years at this point. There's like 12 year old kids who are like killing film roles. And you, if you compare yourself to like right. someone's personal journey where it's like, I wasn't lucky enough right. to grow up with, I mean, I, I, I love where I'm at. I have to accept that. Like when you think of an actor that grew up in Hollywood where their parents were way plugged in and, and they kind of jump, they leapfrog ahead, whatever it is, whether you're sure. acting or music sure. or whatever, it's having the power to leapfrog ahead. It's interesting to me that like you, like to me, I have to accept my personal journey. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if I didn't yeah, go yeah. on this journey, I would never have. We wouldn't be even having this this show conversation. Yeah. We wouldn't be doing Hi Dare at all. Right. But because you and I met at the specific time in in reality, I in would. The universe, it would sound a lot like this. Hi Dare Universe. I'm Ian, and we are once again back. We are back in black. Harry back. Harry back marries. <laughs> back from the future. I think about those kinds of things, and I do find myself. Being like, well, it doesn't matter if I feel like I'm behind because now I'm figuring out what it is that I want to be doing. And I'm yeah. very OK with it because I'm finding out that I am like I have a portfolio of stuff to back up what mm -hmm. it is that I want to do. I have enough connections to be able to kind of have some sort of push and pull in forwarding my career if that's the way I want to do it or forwarding like something yeah. that we're doing and kind of getting it in front of certain people. So. And you've experienced like a lot of really interesting things because you've you've worked on sets, you've created your own content, right. you've, uh, like your own uh, pilots. Yeah, um, you've worked various roles in production on that side, on the post production side. Yeah, and it's interesting because you know when you look back at all that work, you don't you kind. Of, I feel like I often forget. I have to like like even when. I went to the site. We were, so we went through Elftree Media right now. We're yes. just so everyone knows. We we're refreshing the site. Refreshing the site. Ian put a beautiful facelift. Uh, we've kind of collaborated this facelift. I did a first round of it, and then you've kind of come in, yeah. and you re-kind of organized what I did, and it's perfect. And so now we're like trying to launch this thing in a way that we can keep growing our post-production work. Yeah, our services offering. Our music production work, yeah. sound design work, all that stuff. And we went through the site today to kind of just, you know, Ian just did this work on it. It's kind and of a so, presentation, uh, like a, an initial unveiling yeah. of like, this is kind of the blueprint of, of how I see yeah. us presenting who we are at this point. In, exactly. You know, what we're rebranding, yeah. you know. Yeah. So we've been going through each page and it's been awesome to kind of look back on the work we've done. And it's, you know, it's it's arguable whether it's, you know, because when we, when we think about our podcast shows, like you and I have talked about some crazy shit. We know we have. Like yeah. we both have had Greg multiple conversations. Greg Theory. <laughs> like I think at the end of the day, you know, you and I are trying to build this company here. We're trying to build our careers. And when we look back and reflect, and because it's your birthday, it's one of those really cool moments where you're like, I am now at this point in my life. Like I'm 36, 37 years old. Mm -hmm. I just fucked it up. See? It's like, I don't, like half the time, I don't even know how old I am. I'm like, I don't know. I'm like 15, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I'm scared still to like be living in my own reality. It it's scary. But, you know, it's constant reflection. And when you do that, you look at the work you've done. You look at the, the time you've put into something like a project with other people. And you're somebody who's been working your way up on the corporate side, but you've also 
jumped on the indie film side, which has been really cool. And then, of course, the stuff you and I have been working on together. Yeah, it's kind of giving this us this well rounded idea of what it is to create and how to create in a way that includes others, but not just that our own shit. You yeah. know, yeah, and that's pretty fucking cool because I think a lot of times. You know, when we compare ourselves to other people, a lot of other people had other people doing the work. And you and I are the ones that are having to really put in. I mean, I'm not saying that you, you know, you get on a big ass film, you're not working. <laughs> right. I'm just saying like. I'm just being me. The more years you go where you haven't broken, I guess, quote unquote. Made it. You break as an artist yep, where you yep. get the clout you want. Everyone has their own level of that, sure. whatever it is. Sure. But whatever that time frame is. When you break, that's where when it was meant to be. So the whole time I feel like we're just supposed to enjoy and appreciate the level and version of our reality that we're at because that's the lessons to make, you know, I don't want money to fuck with my brain. Right. Because money's fucked with my brain on this level. So it's like you almost have to overcome uh, certain levels of, of your I guess your growth, like your growth. Yeah. Sorry, I'm like rambling like a bitch. Well, I, I kind of... I kind of feel that a, an important thing to strive for when it comes to creating art is satisfaction in your own work. The more and more satisfied totally, yes. you are in what it is that you're trying to bring to the table, if your goal is yeah. to entertain people, if your goal is to inspire people, yeah, if your goal is to inform and educate people, as mm -hmm. long as what you're doing is is doing that, uh, then you know financial success is uh, an element of capitalism that I think is a it's a a very interesting bedfellow for it artistry. It fucks with us. It fucks you know? with us because as as you work, like every our, our whole society basically judges your level of prestige based on how much money you what have. What they feel right then, yes. Whether they connect with you in that moment, they hear your shit. Dude, or not. I would love I would love to be doing this podcast right now from a fucking mansion overlooking the bluffs of Malibu right now. Like literally, if I had a house like that, like people would pay attention to you a little bit differently if you get to those positions. And that to me is like where it's like that's the fine line of going i think a lot of people as long as you're, you're you stay true to your craft and what you're wanting to make the time comes if you choose to live that reality however you personally find uh gratification in what it is you're doing and honestly like i've i mean when i say this i'm like i don't know if i'd ever be the type of person that would buy that kind of place <laughs> in malibu but i am the type of person that would love to buy a piece of land and live on it and build my own studio sure. my own house that's a earthship i've talked about it before or like a michael keaton ranch in montana somewhere totally like you know? i want my own reality like yeah. like uh, a place where i don't have to rely on you know all of a sudden the power grid of la goes down well i'm on my own fucking power grid i don't need that yeah, shit and i have an, my own exactly i've got my own food i've got my own water i've got my own power supply like all that shit that's the dream your own dark web what yeah yeah my own dark web you can call me for it mr 4chan kim.com yeah kim.com <laughs> <laughs> i pulled that out of my ass yeah that was great kim.com you're invited on the show <laughs> yes oh i'd love to chat with him that guy is dude that guy know knows some shit him, he knows yeah. some shit you know any of the people that have ever made these back uh backdoor file trading fucking platforms they know some stuff dude they're getting this is where people are trading their information and if they've got some sort of ai or some sort of programmers on their end like obviously kim.com is a hacker right he's known how to do it but does he have a team of people like how does it work what's the hierarchy when they create a pirate bay are they sifting through the data able to pick the data apart or is encryption that good that there's just no data it's just a bunch of spaghetti pieces 
that's the question I have is like, can they put that stuff together on the back end? How is how secure is their claim of of anonymity and well, security? Well, it's like if you're at Tim.com and all of a sudden you're you're seeing major classified information on UFOs, on on your supposed human trafficking servers. networks. Dude, it's everything in the dark web. Right. You gotta imagine that. Right. And so does somebody like him, do they become so uh exposed to that kind of information that they become this like, holy fuck, they have to live a life in the kind of in the shadows but also you know because he's not out there like giving interviews and like talking about brand and t-shirt you know what like you don't hear anything about him the guy's in the shadows but he's brought up because he essentially an alpha brain yeah 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 i always wonder about that stuff anyway i don't know yeah yeah but i get you so we are back after (laughs) After, multiple weeks it it has been a, a number of weeks i mean i think that um i think that we started up high dare at a time when the world was we were on scared the precipice of changing well i mean we we were not sure what we were doing the world suddenly started to change around us we had to we like cowards. change how we were approaching not only the business we were trying to start yeah. but the show we were trying to like get get yes. going again well we were also like in a in a time where i mean all of our realities were changing the time of rona know? yeah we were in the, just the high had the time of my life. I mean, this has been. <laughs> this has had more of an impact on me than 9 11 did. And I mean, 9 11 oh, had yeah. a huge impact on me, but this has been as if 9 11 was. An hors d'oeuvre? Well, you ever seen any of those cameras that shoot stuff at like. 100,000, 200,000, oh, 500,000 yeah. million frames per second. Like a, like a loaded balloon, they shoot a bullet through it or nine, an arrow. 9-11 was one day, but if 9-11 was shot with one of those million frames a second cameras, 9-11 has lasted seven and a half months at this point. Oh, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? The event that yeah. is that is changing our world is still a very present event as yep. far as like media coverage goes and people's thinking about it goes. And if I'm being honest, that kind of infiltrated my perception of the show a lot of the stuff that we were talking about kind of got in in in, well infected but don't you think don't you think the the difference between 9-11 and now is that you and i are now the enemy like we have become well we've become the carriers we've become the people that if you don't comply and again i'm I'm all about i'm fine wearing a mask i don't care about it i'm not wear one where i don't like doing i'll be honest right now i'll say this on the fucking air i don't give a shit i I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> I feel like, personally, when I was on set working, I hated wearing it. I felt sure. completely restricted. I felt like it was sure. fucking with my lungs. I truly felt like, yes, I'm alive today. I survived, blah, blah, blah. I get it. I'm not saying that it's going to kill me. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I did not get to breathe air like I felt like I was born to do. And in, in, in right now, my concern is we're in this open-ended... Until there's the vaccine, right? Until there's the vaccine. But then we're in this open-ended situation where if I go do something, if you go do something, and we're working on sets and all these things, we have to wear these masks. We're going to a grocery store. We're inhibiting our free airflow of our lungs. I don't know. This this is the side of it where I'm like, I just don't know, man. But I get that. There's long-term effects. I think we're not 
we're not aware I, of yet. Right. I really do think. Right. And I, I understand that. 10, 15 years, think, people are going to be like the fucking, remember when they found out years later, even on ground zero. That tobacco is bad for you. Well, that not, okay. That's an example. Yes. But even 9-11, ground zero, because of the thermite, oh, yeah. the chemicals fucking burning in the pile of goddamn smolder of yeah. 9-11 ground zero. <laughs> like literally all the workers, years later, they found out they were getting all this fucking toxin poisoning cancers, yeah. all these cancers that were happening. Right, There's like huge right. lawsuits that happened. Yeah. And who knows what's going to happen from this in us potentially getting vaccines. And I'm not saying it's right or wrong to get the vaccine. I don't know. I'm not well, personally going to get it. But at, the, at, the, at this point, um, a bunch of vaccine tests have been halted because of, of yeah. uh, you know, strange side effects and stuff like that. So, Things are not pushing forward uncontrollable as fast boners as as, uh, as people are afraid yeah. they would. Yeah, um, which which is good. But um, I I also you know I mean <clears throat> to kind of say my piece and get off this topic. To be honest, I I feel like Ian. people are getting themselves back to work, and it's going to be very difficult to pull work away from people the same way again. Yeah, and I I hope people hold on to that because what we're experiencing right now is scary. Totally, and if we yeah. let somebody else tell us what to do in order to not be scared anymore, we will no longer be able to make ourselves not afraid anymore. Yeah. And that is really, really important is for us to be able to um, control our perception of things that that change our emotional yeah. state. Because if something else is changing your emotional state, then you're 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 much easier to control than somebody who's in control of their own emotional state. And it's yeah. a very difficult thing to do. Yeah, no, I, I 100% agree. So. You know, it's it, that's the thing is like, you know, because we're here, you know, we're trying to figure out, I've been trying to figure out how to like anticipate what's to come because we're trying to predict, well, if we have another shutdown, obviously right. I do think there's some states that aren't going to put up with that. Well, there are states that have started banning the mask mandate. Yes, and, and, Florida, and Ohio. Up. Yes, there, there are quite a few and I think more are going to continue. Is it Ohio? I don't remember. It's either Ohio or Iowa, one of those fucking Midwestern states. Yeah, I, I just know that it's not California, and it's probably not yeah, likely to be California no. anytime soon. I mean, Joe Rogan, since we've last recorded, Joe Rogan has since fled the state. Yes. Ben Shapiro and his company are, flee yeah. are, are fleeing the state. There are a bunch of like— Sam Tripoli yeah, with I mean, tinfoil hat, a, they are considering leaving, you know, or he bunch, is at a least. A bunch of people are kind of moving their, themselves away from some states that they have— some very open disagreements with how the 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 state is conducting its treatment of small businesses. That's the much. thing is I I I do not like when I see that when I saw that Joe left his thing like again the guy signed a fucking hundred million dollar deal, and now he's living in Texas like a king. I mean that's so much money it's ridiculous. Right, right. And is by the way Joe Rogan, your studio. Please tell me it's temporary. Please tell me. Um, and you're invited on the show. It'd be fun. Absolutely. I yeah. would love to have Joe Rogan yeah. as a guest on our totally, show. Totally, totally. Um, or us to go to his show. Um, but I, I do see it as like, you know, we're in this situation where we're having to kind of, for our own personal small businesses, because yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a producer, I'm, I'm working on shit. I'm trying to You're predict. You're on really good stuff, dude. Don't call it shit. Well, I'm you know kidding. what I mean. I'm yeah. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's it's trying to predict, okay, if we have another lockdown, like what's that going to mean? What's it going to mean for the grocery store? Remember the right. whole fucking toilet paper debacle? I do. I've been I've been. Are stocking. we going to go back to that point where all of a sudden it's going to be another announcement where it's a lockdown and everyone yeah. acts like an asshole again? Right. What did we you do during yeah. quarantine? Like, I, I, I saw a- Raped a, and pillaged, a, a, man. A bunch of people- 
um, posting things like, you know, it's okay to not be as, as productive as possible during during a pandemic. And I get that. And some people need that. Some no, people I was need that kind of productive a, as fuck. I I set up our business. Like that's what I've been doing, and that's been exciting as hell. Like worked oh, yeah. on the website. We've been trying to work on. Uh, uh, audio fiction podcasts that we're submitting to some festivals and stuff like that. Like we Ian and I have an only fans, uh, website. We, we do. <laughs> we OnlyFans.com slash <laughs> This is the beauty. Okay. This is the beauty of this. We are, we're in Joe's brand new studio. Where am I brand new studio? I mean, what do you think? Brand new. I mean, you, you, in theory, you've this had is this the first show we've done together. Months and months and months and months. But yes, because of lockdowns and and social distancing and all that kind of stuff, this is the first time we've really gotten together and yes. felt like and and we're ready to do a show. So I I love it. How does it sound? Uh, the audience can make their own assumption. I mean, they can have their own what opinion. What do you think, audience? Write uh, write us back or ding, call in. 555 Hello, caller. You're on the air. 100% said they love it. <laughs> they fucking love it. Yes. Thanks, guys. That's so wonderful. Yeah, we dude. appreciate that Yelp review. <laughs> we really appreciate that. Yes. By the way, you know, we're trying to... We, we upgraded our, our Elf Tree Media logo. Oh, yeah. Check. Well, we I don't know if shit. we're ready to have you check it out yet, but coming soon. You can go to elftreemedia.com and might, see. You might see some things that a are a consistent, you know, with the new logo and whatnot. Yeah. So, so tell yeah, us what you think. It's a shitty splash page. It's uh, not. It's not. I a made it. Page. I hate it. It's, it's like one of those photo op pages when you go into an indie movie premiere. Exactly. It's yeah. got our logo printed on the back. Exactly. Backdrop. You take a photo in front of it and say you were there. It's like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was at this event. I I'm, did a free I'm important. Yeah. yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But it's uh it's the the new logo is fantastic. The kind of the rebrand of the website is is just just in the sake of of hmm, in the sake of presenting ourselves as a services company that does what we do because we love it and we want to be able to offer those services to other people who need the opportunity to to have uh, work of our caliber kind of put together for them. <clears throat> totally. There are a lot of companies that that look for people like what it is that we're doing that yeah. don't want to necessarily hire an in-house team. And so having somebody that they can freelance all that out to, that puts us in a very it's called outsourcing. unique position. It is. It's, it's yeah. outsourcing. And there are a lot of resources available to small businesses like us to to get us in front of those companies who need our specific services. Yeah. It's been such a clusterfuck. It's hard to know how to plan ahead when it comes to like personal projects, like with elftreemedia.com, we have a, a projection that we're trying to get all the the website finished so we can launch it either early 2021. Yeah. I would be okay if we could hit the mark and we want to, we could, we could launch it this year if we wanted to do it. Um, but it, it our plan is to growing and expanding. Yeah, I mean, it just totally, you know, Exactly. Like, if it feels good when it's We're done, available to do work right goddamn now. I know, exactly. So if you... That's our tagline. Exactly. So uh, hit us up at... Uh, five, 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 Big Bear. Big Bear, 555. Go to elftreemedia.com and, and you can contact us there. Ian, I'm curious because I don't think we got into this. The presidential yes. debates just happened. Oh, I didn't watch them at all. I oh, you didn't see worst, any of it? I would oh, okay. be the worst never mind, never mind. topic to be having on the never presidential mind. debates. Well, then never mind. Unfortunately, yeah. Never mind. Yeah. So how, are, how do you feel in general about the state of the political atmosphere in your reality? Because I don't know what it's like okay. at your job. Like, yeah, sure, sure. You know, and then obviously with Jen, but like, how do you feel 
this election, because we're in an election season, it doesn't matter. Right. Like, whoever you're voting for out there in the cosmos, may your candidate win and save the reality that you want them to <laughs> save. Yeah, exactly. In the sign, in the exactly. name of the Father, the Son, and yes. the Holy Spirit. And the childlike empress. <laughs> totally, I'm like doing the sign of the cross. Yeah. But like, sink, and the ship is sinking, playing fiddles and shit on the decks. Yeah, exactly. Titanic is going down. No, but, yeah. but for instance, if there is some sort of reprieve there is a pretty heavy political atmosphere. Like yes. All of our realities. I cannot escape it, dude. No Even matter how much week. you want to, you kind of can't. Because you when you've got the president of the United States who is so active on Twitter that he tweets his coronavirus positive fucking status and the entire news cycle for 48 to 72 hours is going to be about the president and his coronavirus, you know, status. Yes. You know, it's... It, it, you can't, you cannot really avoid it that much. So to kind of get into how it feels at some place like my job. Do you think there's like witches in, out there like putting hexes together, going? <laughs> I, I like like Robin Hood, <laughs> men and the Prince of Thieves. The oh jeez, I mean, I I hope sitting I in the middle not, of a flaming pentagram. It's just that's that's too much. Doing the wiki wiki, playing the DJ. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, dude, that is the funniest shit I've heard ever. <laughs> it for me, for me, I just I've got to let people feel and think the way that they want to feel and think at the moment and only really react to what happens. Yes. Right now, everybody is trying to come down on the right side of what they're predicting is going to happen in this election. Yes. And in all in all actuality, my conversation with you is going to be totally different to my conversation at work. People at work might sure, think that yeah. I'm totally going to vote a particular way. Yeah. And you might have a totally different, maybe more more authentic, maybe not view of me and what it is. Yeah. Ultimately, my vote is going to be what my vote is, and I think that's what happened in Who 2016. Who are you voting for? I'm going to vote for Ross Perot. Ross Perot, yes. My, my I'm voting for Ross Perot's ears. My, my, my <laughs> His ears are funny. actually running. David Icke. There's a joint party. Has a joint the left party. ear will be the president, the, the right will the be the bipartisan. vice. Bipartisan. <laughs> um, it's it's just yeah, it's one of those things that I I don't know that people can get an accurate view of how people are going to actually <laughs> vote. What would what would Ross Perot's ears running for candidacy? Candace, what would be their slogan? What would they run oh, on? Oh man, what? Twenty twenty. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's exactly it. That is exactly. Oh Let's roll that commercial. I, as far as Jen goes, Jen and I, I don't think necessarily come down on the same side of how to view the world all the time. Um, she very much is a person who relates to people, relates to their emotional plights, and totally, you yeah. know, a very empathetic type of person, which I love. Yeah, but it makes for some very tense conversations when I mention things like these emotions that people are feeling are being a little bit manipulated mm. to be a little bit or a lot bit more intense than they need to be to logically fix it's the almost issue like, that people are mad about. It's almost like knowing people, and, and this is something I've come across, where it's like you know someone who 
based on their behavior, they attract really intense situations Mm -hmm. and you're constantly over and over again having to tend to their behavior. Yes. Right. So you become this empathetic person because you're their friend where you like you want to give them your time and you want to hear their pains and you want to relate and all these things to not be in distress anymore. 100%. But at a certain point, like there's a side of it where you're like, well, isn't it our responsibility as people to really mitigate the pain we put on others? Like if I come to you because I'm constantly in a state of suicidal fucking downward spiraling and, and you're having to help pick me up over and over and over again. Every show. Do you think about that? Yeah. Like for real. Yeah. Like you have to almost realize it is our personal responsibilities. Even again, when someone's depressed again, I'm not saying like, cause I've been in dark places where I'm not it. thinking about when I've been depressed, I am not, I, I get this. I'm not thinking about other people at all. I'm just literally in my own darkness. Right. right. So I do get that. So I'm just saying but there is a point where we as people in general, like I don't care, everyone is responsible for themselves. We are all equal entities that live on this fucking thing spinning in the middle of the universe. <laughs> in, God in damn it. We're, we're little alien bodies, right? Running around on this planet doing shit. Like we're fucking literally, literally the men in black. Little men in alien black. Man. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so if we're all going to like get along here, there has to be this side of ourselves that we realize there's this growth we all go through while we're interacting on this planet where certain people manipulate. There's people who live on this planet purposefully manipulating others. Yeah. And and it's devastating when you think just, about it. Just to watch the world burn. Right. And so I, I do think there's this fine line where it's like we as people have a responsibility to be aware of the damage we can cause others if we aren't careful with our own journeys and how we approach things. This is why I'm so adamant on like people going down the rabbit holes there themselves. Like, like we're seeing, we're seeing in mainstream news right now, and I'm just gonna barely graze this because this topic is weird, and I don't know shit about anything. Just, but. just little Brian Grazer. But like, but like, it's in mainstream media about now QAnon, right? And I yes. personally have been seeing stuff about that whole movement for a long time, and I've been going to the boards, reading QAnon boards, like all whatever Q is posting. I've been reading those things. It's like a you've Reddit been, board. You've been getting very close to the source as opposed to getting all of your reporting on QAnon from yes. external. Ex, you've got you know, people who report it. You know, media yes. sources. You've got You're kind of reading yep. some of the actual documents that that are being analyzed by Q. These are the three layers of QAnon. Okay. For anybody out there, this is a this is elementary. You've got the way the mainstream media sees QAnon, you've got the way people who are studying QAnon see QAnon, and you've got what is like QAnon. Like as a case study? No, as journalists, people? as people trying to decipher what it is. What what the Q dumps are. Yes. Okay. So you've got the mainstream media yep. that's covering QAnon, yep. but not covering it. They're, They're talking shit about- very biased, yes, pre- they are, predisposition. Every fucking article side. you read, literally, do this now for yourself. I don't give a fuck who's listening, who doesn't believe this. Go look up all these mainstream articles, New York Times, Mashable, Vice. Look up the QAnon articles they post. None of them are actually researching what the posts are about. And in the information that is in the actual posts, QAnon is a movement based on researchers deciphering all of these posts that are hinting at dark crime. So it's it's like somebody, if they were doing a... a 
biography of Albert Einstein and his genius. They're writing this story, and suddenly they come out with a book that does nothing but smear him because he didn't brush his hair, he didn't wear socks, he didn't wear good fucking sweaters. Potentially, he was a drunk. He was a drunk. How can anyone believe anything he's saying? Albert Einstein. You're saying that that's kind of what the mainstream media's way of covering QAnon is. is They're they're totally missing the point of what's going on. Their job is to intentionally. My belief is their job is to get the general public, mm-hmm. which is I would say they're soldiers. These yeah. are these are the people who believe everything the mainstream media says. They they live their lives based on that. There that's there are I used to live there. I used okay. to be in that headspace. Yeah. I used to believe everything I saw in the media. Until you when you swap over and you go, okay, what is the mainstream media first? And you see what it is, and then you go, okay, so Right now, we are expected to think that QAnon is this based on the mainstream media, right? And all they do is talk shit. Right. They don't talk about what it is actually is actually being posted. Right. Like that's why I say it's a three it's a three layer pancake. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You've got the mainstream media saying yeah. talking shit about the QAnoners, right. who are the people who are actually researching the information In and exposing some yeah. crazy shit. Right. And that's when you talk about. Uh, Satanist and group. And when you say exposing groups, shit, you're kind of talking Adrenochrome, about Adrenochrome. You're, you're talking about Pizzagate. Dot, dot connectors, right? These are dot connectors. They're not necessarily exposing stuff that's not out there readily available. They're just making connections so that people can look at what they did and they're like, yes. oh, so that's a potential reason for why yes. these two pieces of information are correlating and everything. Yeah. And that's what those and, Q and honors are. And doing. Q is actually also a protocol within the military when it's basically the last ditch effort. Essentially, it's a signal. It, it's a it's a survival signal for hmm. the the uh, the republic. Yeah, it's called Q. Is the is what they implement, which is why they've done it. I actually personally believe it is a military uh, operation that's being unfolded hmm. to make the public aware of the corruption that's currently been going on for decades and decades around us. Like, because the average person doesn't have time to think about the corruption of a politician. They just don't. When people are enriching themselves, it's like, too scary, and they don't. It's terrifying. They don't want to. Yeah, they're. It's they're, terrifying. Yeah, it is. It is terrifying. But that but is the thing word. is, is it's happening. You can't you can't ignore it. Like, and the people that are paying attention to it, we're at this place where we're now seeing it in the mainstream media, and and that's back to the three tier system. Right. The mainstream media's job is to get the average person to think it's a conspiracy a theory way about kooky quacky QAnon. oh you're just a quack if you believe in right. QAnon you're just a crazy person you're that's a 9-11 conspirator 100% that's the job and and I, I'm telling you I've been someone who's been following it as a as a non-biased I don't give a fuck about any sides of anything you're I don't trust the world I live in skeptic. period I don't even trust the, the own body I'm in half the time because <laughs> I'm an alien, just like everyone else on this goddamn planet, and I'm a consciousness more than that. And that's yes. where I get a little, uh, you know, uneasy about it because we're trying to box ourselves in a in a in a reality where it's like, you know, if you if you uh, investigate the crimes of somebody, which I mean, we live on a planet. Clearly, people do crimes. I mean, there's people petty crimes that are that are happening, right? right. How could there not be high class crime crimes, why, especially when you're talking would billions the of dollars? Type situation not still apply right. up in the higher level. One hundred percent works in the sandbox. It's going to work in in a bigger scale. And we're trying to figure you might out have to be smarter than that. But exactly. I mean, that's again, you, it, it. Why would it not happen? 
Exactly. And and that's the, that's all I'm saying. Like my my own Murphy's per- law. I'm sorry. Yes. To say, sorry to yes. Yes. Murphy's law. What what yes. could happen will happen. Yes. If, and and you know what? That is a is a concept. But that's that also psychopathy to me because you could you could also be saying what could happen. I could stab this person in the neck and get away with it. Could happen in a in a quantum alternate reality. But it's it, it has happen. someone exactly. has done that. You know, yes, we've yes. learned this. In, but in, we're we may not be living until you stab me in the neck. We're not living in the world. Well, in my which consciousness Joe stabs Ian in the neck. Well, no, my consciousness doesn't accept it because I I've, I I'm someone who reads about it. Where I'm right. like. This has happened. Someone's yeah. murdered. Like the yeah. whole O.J. Simpson trial where, right. where someone clearly killed Nicole Brown Simpson in this yes. fucking Cato, Kalen, whatever his name is. Sure. Is that what his name was? I don't remember. I forget too. I don't remember. It's so long ago. Sorry. But that happened. Someone like O.J. <laughs> O.J. Uh, you're invited. Uh, O.J., you're invited. <laughs> from, from jail. It won't I'd be, be so scared. won't be any different. Really? Yeah. No. I, I'd sit with him. Yeah, he was in Naked Gun. Oh, it depends on what we talk to him about, but absolutely. Hi, Dare OJ. Did you do it? Hashtag didn't <laughs> do it. No, but okay. So it's like the idea of someone stabbing people to death is terrifying to my soul. Right. But I know I live in a world where that happens. Right. Right. You and I live in a world where people murder. So we have to be. We we have to at least acknowledge. accept and acknowledge that. There's people that are among us that, that are capable do of doing it. And the, the, I think the biggest question, just like, uh, to me, this kind of pl- it flirts in the world of like, are we floating in the middle of the universe? Is the earth flat? Like, what is this reality we're in? Is it a right. simulation? I do think there's this level of people that go, well, are we all capable of murder? And you go, well, yeah, because another human has done it. I Capable. feel like, yeah. Yeah, sure. And, and I sit there and go, if there was a post-apocalyptic scenario where someone was coming and trying to break into a place or my house and, and I had children or whatever, I don't want to put an accessory on that just to come kill me, right? I'd probably kill him. Like, I'm not going to fucking get killed first. Like a video game. Right. You know? Right. I don't want someone to, like, the last thing I want to do is raise a gun to anyone, like, ever. But we live in a reality where... That shit can happen. If they're going to kill you, you have to at least consider the fact of defending yourself in the same way that they are planning to offend you. Yeah. Yes. It's unfortunate. But I mean that but that's that is survival instinct. That is the very core of what what survival of the fittest, fight or flight, like yeah. all of these things that people have been studying for so many years like embedded in in animal species that have not else in common with us socially and whatnot will still fight for themselves then the family you know people closest to them yeah. you know then their tribe and and all that you know like there are escalating and 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 de-escalating um levels of of how vicious i guess a mama bear can get for yeah. instance you know what i mean yeah totally. uh, i i do think that that is something that is that is in us we as humans have the luxury of morals. We have the luxury of morals. You know, like... Like you choose. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We have the choice as to whether or not to be the type of person that kills or not for any particular reason. You know, because... Uh, yeah, but there's people that have... Like, we all... Okay, so it's like, say we were in medieval times again. Like, no, let's just say we're now. <laughs> we're in post-apocalyptic. It's like you and I are, you and I are holed up in this place and there's people trying to come in Quarantine. and steal our shit or kill us. Yeah. We don't know what they're going to do and they're, they're aggressive people coming at you, right? Right. Would you kill them to protect yourself, right? That's the question. 
like you're not going to go after someone like like to me I would go would I I'm kill not going to be the type who is simply trying to get on my property to steal and, well there's and a there's a fine line because say mischief. but say you're say you and I mm. were in post apocalyptic L A right book of Eli like fucking, right yeah. and so we're traveling through America shit's fallen there's aliens whatever chaos zombie land people are killing each other everyone's yep. like it's gone dark you know so now when you're on the highway. You're on your own. Cops yeah. start trying to pull you over. You're on your own. Yeah. So, um, would you be someone that would be willing to kill to protect yourself? Kill someone else? And I know that's a weird question because it's like <sighs> most people are going to say, no, I'm not going to, because you don't yes, want to look bad. Absolutely. You know? No, I don't give a shit about living, looking bad. If yeah. somebody, if somebody is trying to break into my house with a weapon that could kill me or the people that I live with and love and, and, and am around, I, the, I mean, yeah, some as toothless a, as a, like as fucking an animal creature mullet, of this world. Dude. I think my my responsibility is to protect what I hold dear, whether that's just myself. Apocalypse, or dude. People around me. Apocalypse. Someone breaks into your apartment and they kick the fucking door in and and they're like, Jen, ah, ah. yeah. would you come down the stairs with the shotgun and just fucking? pace their face to the uh i wouldn't without giving them the opportunity to fucking leave on their the own out, shit yeah. their pants and get out yeah absolutely i would do that first but but the, what if they're like no 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 no! i'm an alien and that's my greeting <laughs> if, that's my if greeting they can prove to me that that's they my handshake mean no harm and that they they follow through with that but i'm not gonna keep <laughs> my gun more than by my side you know yeah, yeah, farther yeah. away than by my side yeah yeah, you're not like sure. pointing pointing the bullet. I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be the type of person that shoots first and asks questions later. I think that's just a scare tactic. That's yeah. just a that's just a, a positioning tactic to intimidate people. It's why you have like signs that put up in your home. It's like, you know, uh guns don't kill people, but I do. Yeah. You or know? what was it? Guns don't kill people? Oh, wait, wait. Uh, the dogs don't bite, but the owner has a gun. Yeah. <laughs> or something like that. Those are some of those signs that I've seen. Bumper stickers. Yeah, I feel like uh I feel like we're in a time right now where we don't know in our professions where things are going. You were just furloughed. Yes. You are now so between the last show and now furlough now, yeah. Right. So we just diverted quite a bit. But I do feel <laughs> As like as usual. Well, I feel like there's a little level of like we haven't really caught people up to what's been going on. Sure. You and I have been, uh, you know, kind of on a break with the podcast and we've been living our lives and we've been in the pandemic trying to fucking yeah. make sense of everything just like everyone else is. Yep. Um, well, we we focused on some things. You've been working on a lot of music with your 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 varying mm -hmm. uh, writing you know, cohorts and, and whatnot. And I've been spending time kind of developing the business end of of. LC Should we show Media. any of that stuff? Should you want to you showcase a, a song? All together now. Two, four, one, no, we don't stop at three. So much stronger when it's us, not me. No better reason to stay connected through the heat. Right now's the time. Let's give each other what we need. Together now. Oh, 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 oh
is a great song don't you lie no no it was fun like the uh mark rudin and, and mckee those dudes are fucking brilliant like i got i've loved thoroughly we've worked on several commercial songs we're actually working uh next week nice. uh on a song on another uh song so we're we're kind of working with a publishing company uh pitching the music for commercials and blah 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 so that's that's essentially what it is yeah i love it sorry i, I I'm blazed as fuck right Dude, now. Dude, uh, it's it's a good time to be alive. I'm not gonna lie. Like it's a it's been a weird and scary year, but I I love it. You know, but it's Halloween play, times. You play those, you, play those uh, you know, the old Mario games or Sonic games, and you have these like checkpoints that yes. you gotta get through certain checkpoints. I kind of feel like this is a checkpoint moment. This is definitely a 9/11 style checkpoint moment what I we're agree. experiencing right now. And for me to be in the the kind of mental state. Uh, open-mindednessly building my own business-wise, you know, uh, navigating a, a professional career, navigating a a, a a relationship. You know, I mean, all of these things kind of uh, finding me at this same time is, yeah. is a very unique time to be alive. So I, I'm taking in extra this you know at this 100%. point in, in the year so i'm i'm gracious to you know i've decided to bring hide back and and be doing an episode even though it, it you know it has it has been a little while but it's been a while man like honestly like i feel like you and i were both processing this quarantine i mean every like again everyone out there in this fucking universe yeah. is literally well not in the world in i the mean world. it is it is it's a global, a global situation situation so unless it's you're on your own piece of land, in that <laughs> exactly. So back to like being on your own piece of land. Yeah. No, but like if you are the only people that are not susceptible to what's happening are people who live alone, you yeah. know, literally live off the grid. Already quarantined, but as it were, the majority of the world, we're all on a grid. And so we're all feeling the pains of this and we're all trying to figure out what the fuck to do and, and, and what's going to happen. And, you know, I, I truly do have hope that, you know, politically, it's been a shit show. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to get into that, but I do want to say this. Like, I do think uh, people should be consciously aware of the DNC leaks of that WikiLeaks put out about the 2016 election. Right. Of Bernie Sanders' campaign being fucking slighted. That happened. Sure. Um, I do think people need to be aware about um, uh, the impeachment attempt that they ended up empty-handed, the Democratic Party specifically, right. Nancy Pelosi specifically. There's a body of people that are physically going after Trump. It's obvious. And again, should, I've never been be, someone that likes politicians. Yeah. I don't like them. I think they're all gross. Right. But I'm just saying there is something weird happening within that political world where I've been very aware of it now. And yeah. it's it's trying to understand what they're intentions are and it's it's about yeah. keeping what happened in the impeachment uh in perspective i mean the impeachment happened at a point that was you know it just seemed strategic um 
but also know, the Mueller investigation. There right. was that whole all in- of those kinds of things seem yes. very strategic, and they have all come up with Bubkiss. There's been a constant barrage about trying to figure out how they can catch Trump in a bear trap. Right. 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 That's the goal, and they haven't been able to do it. And now we're Correct. in this weird political so weird. election cycle season with fucking how many days left until the election right 30 ish oh my god so less by the time this which comes out. oh my god i hate political seasons in this country it's devastating yeah to the human spirit exactly. and soul but i will say this like the, there has been this clear uh unfolding of events that we're all having to like ride like like you just got strapped in on the carny ride at the fucking state fair and you're like, yeah. I don't know if I want to ride this. And then you get, and you're like in it and all of a sudden the p- little bar goes down and you're like, oh shit, I have to ride I this. I really don't want to ride and this. And now we're on, we're all on it and we're all having to figure out, you know, who's going to be the savior. And, and there's one side that's saying Trump is the savior. There's one side saying Biden's the savior. And I'm sitting here going, people have to keep in perspective what's been going on what is the rhetoric about in surrounding Trump? Look at him like video game players, right? Right. And then look at Biden. What is the rhetoric around him? Who is Biden? What has he been doing? What has been his career? He is the video game player. Like, say you pull this up like Street Fighter and you pull these two players up and you're player A, I'm player B. Each one of us want to win the war. We want to fight and beat each other up and one has to come out on top, right? Right. So whether you're left or right, doesn't matter, blue, red, whatever the fuck. If you don't look at both characters from a bird's eye view and go, okay, so who are these people? What have they been a part of? And we've found out clearly there's this body of people extremely close to Biden's reality. Like he's, he was bucking Obama's vice president. He is implicated in spying on Trump's campaign with a coup Involving the FBI, the CIA. This is real shit. This is out there. This is like, it's not even a question anymore. Right. It's just we're now in a world where um, people are just going, ah, people just did it. It just happened and no one's dealing with it. There's like this, there's no accountability anywhere. And now he's telling us what to do. That's what That's everybody the thing. wants. There's just no accountability happening. And I'm sitting here going, fuck, dude. I do think there are people on the back side because I, because we live in a, you and I have dealt with legal. We've, with, with the stuff you and I are doing, we've done joint venture agreements. Yep. We're building off tree media. So we've had to deal with lawyers. There is a process. There is a legal, uh, blueprint that exists. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I can't imagine that all the shenanigans that are happening, there isn't some sort of fucking foul play happening somewhere, even if it's manipulation here or there, I think somewhere along the way, we're all living in a reality where we're trying to figure out who to vote for. Everyone has the same ultimate goal. People just want, I think at the at, the, at our core values, everyone wants to fucking live the life they want. Like some people just want to like have a job somewhere, make enough money to have their house, go buy the food they want, go have a fun vacation, have some time off. People like to work. I mean, people like to work. People like to work. Like yeah. we we pretend people just want to like live in a mansion on an island and then do nothing. I think eventually people get bored and then you become a fucking asshole like an Epstein and you fucking start creating a scenario where you just are a tool. <laughs> right. And you become the dude who just wanted to live on the island yeah. when in reality the guy fucking compromised himself in such a sad reality 
his demise was him fucking being either murdered in right, prison right. or he killed himself, yeah. right? Yeah. Whatever you choose to believe, that's what happened to him. Joe rolled his eyes all the way back in his head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's but that's what you see. You go, man, at one point, this guy lived on his own island. Right. Had a fucking beautiful brownstone. <laughs> lived the fucking life, right? Right. Traveling in his own plane, living like a bitch. And all of a sudden, like, like a bitch. yeah, he's a, he was a bitch. Like he was beholden to somebody. He didn't just get all that shit on his own. Yeah, he was Damn giving it. money. Damn it, Les Wexner, L L Brands, right? That right. motherfucker. Right. So you think about this stuff, and you go, wow, like that happened. He was bankrolled through the system that allowed really shady things to happen. Right. And then we're in a time now where all that stuff's through Q back to Q. That's being exposed through Q through these drops. That's that first layer. What is Q? Well, the mainstream media would not be talking about QAnon had Q not existed in the first place. What was Q? Well, that came out. That was on 4chan. It was literally these little military messages that are being sent out to the public. Then you've got people who are journalists. Who picked up on those and looked into what could these fucking possibly mean. So you've got every walk of life globally. It's a global network of people. This is not a far-right uh, racist KKK bunch of fucking hillbillies. Patriots. Uh, this guns. is not. No, this is a global network of people. This is why you see protests globally, right. um, anti-mask protests, anti-vaccine protests, and all in those crowds, you see QAnon people in there. It's a movement of people who see the actions of specific billionaires on our planet right. and where they're trying to go with the shit that they basically own. They own they own COVID-19. They own the vaccine that's going to come out. Uh, they're pushing it forward in such a way. This is why I'm like, I don't know about Trump because it's like they're trying to push this vaccine. He is also simultaneously saying they're not forcing people to take it. Right. It's an option. So that's where I sit there and go, well, fuck. As long as he follows through on that, okay. I do believe a Biden would be like, this is mandatory. Yeah. I think someone like a Biden would say, this is a we mandatory. We can't open va- up until we can ensure the safety of every single American. You can't have I a bank account. Was. You can't have a bank account. You can't have an Instagram account. You cannot go to the grocery store. You can't fucking step foot in public. That's China. If you do not have, this is what's chi- happened in China. It's, and I it's do a believe. social experiment that's happening I in China. do believe they're trying to bring it here. Yeah. I do believe that's what's happening. Right. And, and, and. There are there is a faction of this country that's becoming aware of it. This is my assessment. I am par- I am beholden to no party. Well, I'm an independent. I voted for the peace and freedom last election. Well, it, it you know what it takes a I'm lot. I'm anti-war. Of, it takes a lot of work and a lot of of your own personal time yeah. to educate yourself on the other side of things when the the opposite end of what you're talking about. <clears throat> Is the stuff that gets forced in our faces. We yes. you kind of can't avoid the uh, the other side of the argument. So in order to educate yourself properly on the opposing force to the one that's being shoved down our throats, it takes so much effort and work that you're the one who should be fucking commended for this. Well, what's shit, crazy? You know? you know what's crazy to me is like if I talk about this stuff in the way I, that I do it. Like I've already accepted long ago. It's like I do see the world differently. I it's affected friendships. It's affected. I, I've I've lived the experience of like right exposing myself to information and then going, wow, this is really changing my perception of reality to the point where it's like, there's a lot of people like me who have become aware of the crimes of very wealthy people on our planet. And at what point were we to fucking fight and defend these people? These are the billionaires, trillionaires, potentially. When we talk about Rothschilds and Windsors, royal blood, right? How much money do these people have? And they have never 
ended human suffering with the amount of money they have, right. you really have to step back and go, wow, man, my perception isn't weird at all. And I've come to that term where I'm, I'm okay with it now, where I'm like, man, we're at a time where everyone knows something's up, but it's important for us to unify and stop. Uh, I feel like BLM and, infighting. and we're infighting, dude. Everyone's like trying to fucking, none of us are the ones at fault here. We are all being manipulated. And if you know that, then you can sit there and go, you know what, man, we need to band together as a people. Yeah. No matter what your race is, your religion, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck if you want to be a Jehovah's or you want to be a Scientologist or you want to be a Mormon or you want to be a whatever it is, Christian, Baptist, Protestant, whatever the fuck. Yeah. If you're cool with me and we can hang out and right. laugh right. and like have some drinks or not even have drinks, have some dinner, but we love just talking about life and just like our own realities and like we accept each other. That to me is harmony. If we can't do that, that means there's something else going on because I think I do feel like the majority of people want that. Right. You know, because if you get locked in a cage with someone, your first choice is not to be to attack each other to the death. Right. right. Like I, I imagine when people go to prison for the first time, and this is terrifying to think about, terrifying to literally reality of some people, they go to prison and you're put in a in a cube with someone. You don't know who they are. They could right. kill you right. in, the, in the middle of the night. Yeah. They're already on death row. Yeah. Who knows? Right. So you're put in a room with someone like your first, my first reaction would be is I have to connect to this person. Yeah. I want to know this who they are and I is... want them to know they can trust me. Yeah. Like I am someone who's willing to open myself up vulnerably. I'll be honest with you. With you. I'll talk with you about like how I see shit. I could be wrong. Like that to me is like, if you don't survive that way, you're fucked. Right. You know? Uh, ultimately, ultimately, yes, it makes for a very tense, very angry, very emotion-filled way of living. And and I'm, I don't. Yeah, before you know, you're like on that. you're on all fours, you know, holding the the bars of the prison. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've got your fucking you're the sock walrus. in your mouth. Yeah, you're the yeah. Walrus. The myth could be that that never happens in jail. You yeah. go to jail, and all of a sudden, it's like, yeah, that, that's a the we're soap. all here learning how to get along. The whole soap thing. Us, yeah, no, this is like. Everyone's don't like, drop the soap because that's that's gross. It's dirty down. It's there. like Harvard style. We, like you'll get an infection. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want you to get an infection. Don't drop your soap. Everyone's like learned <laughs> with their fucking. <laughs> They're all Professor Hulk <laughs> from the Avengers. <laughs> exactly, dude. What uh, what's what's a way to what's a way to wrap around this particular episode of the show? Honestly, man, man like I feel like you know it's what are been we doing good? with their last three months of the year. Let's let's go there. Well, we're in October, yeah. and obviously October is one of my favorite months because I love Halloween. Obviously I love mine as well. darker things. Yeah. I've got a new uh, EP that I'm wrapping up. I want to say that. Yeah, yeah. So anybody listening, uh, we, should, we, should, Thanksgiving, right? we should talk about... Okay, so you, you talked about going back to work from being furloughed. Yeah. Um, jumping back into into your job and, and like it's interesting, but it's yes. nice to be back. It's nice to be back working. Yes, not not suckling on Newsom's teat. Yes, exactly. And with unemployment. Oh, and what a dry teat! What a dry, it sad is, titty. Yeah, it's it's soured for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like uh, so. I I just finished my first self produced EP. Nice. And I'm gonna just mention this. I hate to plug my shit, but I'm gonna do it. I don't give a fuck. It's a platform, baby. Yes, exactly. It's the luxury. Just took my panties yeah. off. Um, no. Beep, beep. Without taking his shorts off. <laughs> we don't know what to do. We, yeah. we, we, we've canceled the show. Yeah. The show we're not even recording anymore. <laughs> Somehow it's it's getting on there. Joe's being tased. Uh, don't tase me, bro. <laughs> don't tase me, bro. Don't tase me, bro. I can't do it anymore. Ow! 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 Ow!
Oh my god. Sorry. No, but I, I okay, so I've just been <laughs> Dude, I love these fucking rambles. Oh I, know. I know. Okay. So uh during quarantine I I started writing a, a project. I've yep. written multiple songs and I finally whittled it down to like a three, four song EP. Nice. Right now I'm getting I should be getting it tonight or tomorrow, my last Third. Uh, mastered track. Yeah, yeah. And so the song the EP is gonna be called 2020. And I my goal is to write one more song, which will be a ballad, and the song will be called 2020 because I want to name the EP after one of the songs. Yep. And it's essentially just shit I've written during the quarantine. Um, but yeah, no, I, I'm excited that we've kicked this thing off again. We mm. finally got the, uh, you know, the weed eater started. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is this thing going to start? Yeah. No, but we, uh, we took some took time off because yeah, COVID's been a bitch and we're all, uh, just trying to figure it out. I am in this place where it's like projects moving forward. Yeah. We're working. It's a go. Right. Um, and yeah, keep an eye out. Yeah. You know, I mean, we definitely will have some stuff, you know, Early 2020 coming out of yes. Elfstreet Media, Elfstreet Podcast Network. I don't exactly know what we'll make public at this point, but you know that's we we definitely have some some deadlines and some goals. I yes. said deadlines. People hate that term. We have some goals that we're trying to hit as yes. far as you know uh, elements to create to support the 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 audio fiction podcast. I'll just call that yeah. on the table. You know, it's, that's yes. a, that's a big project that I'm I'm looking to to help us kind of facilitate because it will take advantage of some some hard work we've already put into to some stuff. Fuck yeah. Some stuff. Yes. So, And uh, I've also, uh, I put out an EP in August called We Can Be, so you can check that out. It's Joe Morales on Spotify, the streaming. Yep. I want to mention that. Yep. It's been fun, man. I love this shit. I think this is the, this will be literally our archived uh, processing journey of, of, what we're building. I love it. Like I, again, it's very always indulgent. Uh, you know, it is but. the age of the Corona, but I would like to shake your hand. Yeah. We're dude. doing it anyway. We, we fuck are. It. We are. But I, I, I love that we are, you know, chronicling our journey in this, uh, age of chaos. Honestly, there's no other way to put it. I think we can right. agree on that shit. Yeah. But like, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we all live another year. You just hit your milestone 35, your mid thirties. You are now yes. on this new journey of like, you know, I think it's amazing, dude. Yeah, mid thirties, like it's a milestone. Like none of us know when we go, you right. know? Right. So, you know, if we're going to mourn the 200,000 plus people who have died from Corona, well, we might as well mourn human loss in general. Cause right. how many people have died in the last 20 years in general? Right. 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 Think about those numbers. Right. Fucking falling all over yourself in it's tears. Right. It's a lot. We have to like snap out of it and go, all right, appreciate where we're at now. Let's all do this shit. Let's own it and let's make a better world because I, it seems like none of us have ever lived in another reality where now more than ever, this is the time to reshape something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Really see it. Exactly. That's, anyway. What a way. Yeah. What a way to, what a way to look at the last three months of the, 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 the year you know kind of our last season of 2020 yeah kind of going into it i'm i'm curious as to what's going to happen next time we we actually have a show because chances are our next episode is going to be with chances the rapper you know it'll a chance the rapper <laughs> the uh the the next episode is going to at least be post-election whether we'll have yeah. a new president or not i don't know but maybe we'll do a but probably not let's be real <laughs> all we know is there's going to be chaos. There's going to be chaos. Among bring, all the media companies. I'll bring the popcorn. Oh, man. It's going to be hilarious. And it's going to be hilarious to watch, like, 
Twitter feeds too. Right. Yeah. Right. We can so. have some of those pulled up. Exactly. We'll run them live. We'll yes. do it live. We'll do it live. Yes. As uh, uh, Bill O'Reilly would say. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it. Yeah. Uh, so for this month on Hi There, I'm Ian. And I'm Joe. And uh, don't forget to take on We got to go. Follow us on Twitter at Hi Dare Pod. Get your ass online because uh, Hi Dare.com misses you.